What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. This is KGB. What up, it's DJ EFN. Yo, what's good? This is Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. <laughs> massive crowd, massive crowds. Yeah, yo, it's growing. How, how we do it, man? Going on, fellas? You tell us. Uh, nothing. Uh, got a baby <laughs> on the way. Do you guys know that? <laughs> yeah, why don't we jump right into to Baby Watch? Baby Watch? Baby Watch. <laughs> Everything so far so good. I was telling my girl today, as a matter of fact, I was like, and this plays into the how they say the second one things are, you know, you're you're a little bit more loose with it. Yeah. She, I'm just like, she was like, oh yeah, you know, she was making coffee and she was talking about, you know, I, I probably shouldn't be drinking, you know, coffee, but I heard that you can have, and I was like, yeah, you you wildin', man. This is different from last time. Last time, no coffee. You know, sometimes she even takes a little sip of beer here and there. You know. Yep. Um. You know, she was eating way different before, like way more cleaner mm-hmm. than she is now. Okay. So, and then she's like, don't say that because if something goes wrong, I'm going to feel terrible. And, you know, I don't want to feel like that. And, and trust me, you know, she's she's eats clean and she doesn't drink that much coffee. And it literally is like she's tasting a beer. She doesn't drink a beer. Right. So it's, I don't want it to sound crazy on her. But, but yeah, I noticed that she's a little bit more loose than she was the last go around. Yeah, yeah, some stress this past weekend, right? Yeah, I was travel. Oh man, yeah. So I was traveling uh, for work, and and it's funny, man, because now when it comes to traveling, and I don't know if this happens to you guys. I think we've talked about it. I second guess leaving the crib, especially now because she's pregnant, also. Mm. So I'm always like, ah, is it worth it? And even if there's yeah. like a paycheck, I'm like, I don't know if it's if it's that serious. And then, sure enough, my luck. First of all, when I leave, flights are delayed. It's a travel oh, mess, shit. you know, leaving. But whatever, that's not even the worst part. And then, as I'm hitting a layover, my girl and my daughter get a stomach virus. Oh. Or mm-hmm. like food poisoning of some sort. And that's not good to hear when you're traveling and, you know, and your girl's pregnant and she's throwing up. Oh, man. And she doesn't stop throwing up. And your baby was just, you know, went through it not a week or two ago. You know, when she had, you know, I told you the insect stuff and the breakout. So she's feeling sick. And yeah, that was just like, I, all I could think about was I going to have to book a flight the next morning and fly back. Because the whole night when I landed is was talking with her and texting with her about if she was going to have to go to the hospital or not. Mm. Because you know we can't chance it, like being dehydrated and all that. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, and if you don't have a big support system nearby. Yeah, we. Yeah, and, and my girl could be, 
you know, she'd probably be mad if she hears it, but she could be a little stubborn in terms of like wanting to to reach out for help as well. Mm. Um, but but yeah, so luckily everything turned out fine. You know, she felt better midday the next day. Um, the baby only had like one like one bad diarrhea, and after that she was fine. Mm. And then it must have been something they collectively ate because then the her grandma is got sick. Oh damn. And her and that's scary because her grandma's you know real old and and yeah. and frail looking. So to for her to get dehydrated is just not a you know it's scary. That's the worst being uh, well it's it's the worst when you go away and then you find out that everyone that people are sick back home or something bad happened back home and then it also sucks um, if you're alone with your kids and then you get sick and then having to try to manage that yeah I've had, bo- I've had both of those scenarios <laughs> i don't know which one is worse it's... i've i've been de- traveling you feel guilty like yeah, 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 yeah. Guilty. you're away i've i've dealt with it <laughs> kind of self-imposed you know hung over and shit and then you got to deal oh. with the kids the next day yeah especially like unfortunately you know, when it's, <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta deal with that shit that shit oh fucking terrible but you gotta eat that because that's part, that's that's your part fault. of my strict that's part of my regiment like my travel like out like the day before i'm coming back and then into the day i'm coming back like you i'm i'm gonna be calm so i get back and i'm ready to go true i'm just starting to learn that to be honest with you i mean i haven't really traveled much yeah even since the baby i mean Maybe early on, but in, I've, these past few months I haven't traveled much. So this was actually like the first time I've traveled in a, in, a, in several months, and her being pregnant and and the baby. So yeah, it was it was tough, man. It was tough, and then the baby, you know, the our our daughter, she's reaching that. She's at that like terrible twos era. She's entering that, and we're seeing that. And that's uh, partly. I don't know. If we, I think we might have started talking about this in previous episodes, but. Did, how much did you guys deal? With? I, I know that I, I feel like you. Yeah, we had. Me. We, yeah, we. I talked know we about talked it. about it, but yeah. I feel like you guys say you didn't have that issue. Nah, I had. Yeah. I, I had it. I just had it early. You didn't have it, Kay? No. I can't believe this, man. You didn't have a terrible. Like, I, I had it at one, so I don't call it terrible twos. But you didn't have that stage. No. If anything, this this. Uh, if anything, if it was like. The six-year-old or seven-year-old stuff. Not that it's terrible, but it's more complex and it's more um, more stuff to deal with. Like he didn't have tantrums or any of that kind of stuff, or you know, gave us a hard time. If anything, it's just like you know some of the stuff we talked about when we first started kindergarten, and and then you know, navigating through lying and all that kind of stuff. Right, so but not if anything. Not- yeah, but not like the typical. The, well, you know, my daughter starting freak out shit. N- my daughter's starting to freak out and just like throw herself on the ground. Like, there's nice. two things that that trigger her that she wants, and and she'll she'll have a meltdown if she doesn't get, which is food, like snacks. Not even like she doesn't even want like regular food. She's starting to change her her eating habits, where she would she would just eat everything that we would give her. Now she's getting picky, which is kind uh. of a little annoying. And then she just wants snack type foods. So she melts down if she doesn't get snack foods, 
And then the other thing, which is my fault completely, is I had during Christmas time, I put her on. I might have told you guys I put her on to Santa Claus crap on YouTube. And now she she calls YouTube ho, ho, ho. Uh, <laughs> but she just wants to watch YouTube videos, which is all these like because that's the other thing. Like once I introduced her to the Santa Claus on YouTube, then I went into like the whole rabbit's hole of all these toddler videos. So now she she knows my Xbox controller as being the controller for the YouTube. So she'll grab the Xbox controller, bring it to me and go, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> and, and that's one of the things that she like demands. And, and this is all fairly new. Like she, she throws like these fake, like crying tantrums where she's like faking the crying. Yeah. And then she even has recently thrown herself to the ground, like all dramatic. <laughs> oh, damn. And we're just like looking at her like sideways, like, what are you doing? <laughs> See, we we missed that so so hard to the fact that like when we're out somewhere and we see a kid, if I'm with my son and right. we see a kid having a meltdown and screaming and throwing themselves all over the place, his eyes get wide and he looks over at us and he's shaking his head like pointing at the kid like what the hell is wrong with that kid <laughs> like because he's never done any of that. So is there any okay? So Fucking do you okay. think there's this is a two part question? Manny, you said you, you dealt with this, so yeah. how did you deal with it? And Kay, do you think you did something that subversed you having to deal with that? Or uh, you just think your kid just that just wasn't in, in his DNA? No, nah, I don't I don't I don't think we had anything to do with it. I think that was just 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 his DNA. Okay, you lucked out. So Manny, how did you deal with it? <laughs> I'm laughing because and, and real quick, I don't know if you told me this, because this lady at, at my gym today. Yeah. Dominican lady, my we were talking. We were talking about this, and I told, and I swore that I've heard this before. And I told her it had to be another Dominican that told me this. <laughs> she said that the what she did to her daughter, or her granddaughter, or somebody when they were starting the terrible twos, that a doctor or someone, a pediatrician said, "You need to throw cold water in their face." Nah, chill, B. I didn't do that shit. <laughs> no, and then she said that they did it to the kid. The kid's grown now. They did it to the kid, and. That's it. It was the end of the terrible twos. Really? After the cold water was thrown in the face. But the, this is the problem, though. Now, the, I don't know if it's an adult now or a kid. I don't know if it's her daughter or her granddaughter because she's an older lady. She said that now she's hearing that the kid's saying or the person saying that they're traumatized from the water. Uh, yeah. Waterboarding. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, I think that's bullshit. But, but she said, yo, that water one time and it was the end of the terrible twos. First of all, I can speak for all Dominicans is to say that's not normal. That's not like our custom. So okay. you can you can kill that noise. Um, so I was laughing because I was I was thumbing through like a bunch of videos um, of like you know my kids early years today for some reason, right. and I'm showing my my youngest because I'm you know watching her today because nobody else was home, and and we're going through videos and then one pops up and I pr you know press play. My oldest must have been, I think she might have been four. I want to say she was four. And it's a video. <laughs> it's a video of her walking to the trash with a toy microphone that she loved dearly and throwing it in the garbage because she fucked up. She was terrible in school that day. Like she was like doing everything that she wasn't supposed to be doing, she did that day. And so we had it. And that was her punishment. It was like, oh, we're not going to scream, nothing. Just you knew that if you didn't behave, you had to go get rid of something you enjoyed. 
So this was this was it. And I videotaped her doing it. And I asked her in the video, I was like, so what did you just do? She goes, I was being bad. I was like, no, but what did you do? What did you have to do? She's like, no, I threw away my toys because I wasn't behaving in school. And it's like, all right, good. So you learned your lesson? Yeah. All right. And she kept going. So to answer your question, these are some of the things that we would do. And when I tell you our terrible twos have never been within the two-year range. But you know that, that not to cut you off, but that's, you're not helping me much because the difference between <laughs> terrible twos and terrible laters is that you can communicate better. I know. My I know. daughter doesn't speak English yet. I know. I know. Which is why which is why I'm saying I'm I'm giving you kind of the, my my outclaws here. Right. Our terrible two period started, you know, two and a half, almost three to like four and a half. And so for us it was a little it was a little easier, but we still went through the same kind of shit. Like the tantrums were there, but then they got more creative with their shit because it wasn't like a two year old and what they're capable of. It was me right. beyond. So she was the worst, but then my my she's gonna be four now. My current baby, that little motherfucker is on some other shit. Like she's she's the worst, and we don't have a we don't have a solution. But it's again, it's later, not no it terrible twos. Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't. So I'm. I need answers to how to deal like <laughs> with this current with, stage. Communication wise, yeah. She she throws, and it's funny because she understands. She she understands. Like she understands that we're mad. She understands when we talk to her. So she knows what's up. She knows what she's doing. And she just doesn't give a damn. Like she throws, she'll drink her sippy cup and when she's just like over being nice or over whatever, like she's she doesn't need any more liquid. She just throws that sun up and she chucks it. And then I look at her and today she had her sippy cup and then she had a little cup where sometimes we put like snacks in it. It's like a hard plastic. She throws a sippy cup. And I just mean grill. Like, I'm looking at her because I don't want to scream at her too tough. So I just look at her like, I want you to know I'm angry. And she, first she doesn't, she's looking away. And then I go, Emmy, look at me. And she looks at me and she's just like, whatever, like stone cold. And then she, while she's looking at me, she throws the other cup. Yo, son, that's the same kind of shit you do to me. It's got to be a Cuban thing. <laughs> Yo, and then to, knowing that she's starting to get the, the like manipulation game on point. Oh, that's the best. When we go to the store now. And we put her in a in a cart, you know, in the in the in the shopping cart. She knows automatically. She start when right when we go into the store, she goes, snack, 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 <laughs> snack, snack. <laughs> we better feed the beast, or we're about to hear. And then she gets louder, louder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Snack, snack. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what am I? What are we supposed to do? We can't give in to her whims, man. Sometimes like, you have to. How much to. do you give in? How much do you not give in? Like, it's crazy. I so we deal we deal with a lot of the same kind of shit. Obviously, the the age difference makes it easier to communicate. But at the same time, there's there's many many instances where we just have to succumb to what she wants because we want to avoid take you know supermarket is a great example. We give her you know the little shopping carts with the fucking little toy car adapter yeah, yeah. thing. We hate that thing because it's really hard they to mani- manipulate, shit, right? But when we go and she's, and we know she's going to be a problem, and we got to get in and out, so we're like, all right, fuck it, we're going to do it, and we, it never fails. We're it, she's in it for maybe five minutes, and then she abandons it, and then she wants to walk the rest of the time, and we're like, nah. <laughs> so like we, 
we all, but we all, you always got to play that game. Like you, you could be all stern and tough one day, but you better be chill and fucking com- giving her everything she needs the next day, or else you're not gonna be able to live. The only real advice, or not real, but the the only other advice I've gotten, which to me, I was like, damn, this is not really the advice I was hoping for, was from Drink Champ Sports, our boy Paul. He's like our fourth <laughs> member of the fatherhood. Yeah, yeah. He tells me. I asked him, yo, how, how have you dealt with it? He has five kids. How'd you deal with this? And he said that for his youngest right now, straight up, they just stopped going places with them. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, not one going to do it. It was too crazy. Can't go to a restaurant. Can't go anywhere because the kids are just going to wild. And he's like, we just a whole year of not going anywhere. If they wanted to go to a restaurant, him and his girl, they would leave the kids with, you know, the grandparents or whatever, and they would go. But they just stopped going to restaurants, stopped going out with them. Or, you know, I don't know if it was for both kids, but he said that his his youngest daughter was really like had like went through it with the terrible twos. And they're great kids now. So So there's hope. There's hope that there's an you know, there's there's an out. But I'm just wondering if there's a tactic to dealing with it now that because I just feel like is it really crucial that how you deal with it, you know, like determines how they develop? after this or is this just a part of normal behavior and 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 they test these boundaries because they can't really communicate much more and and they're i don't know i don't know. it's just it's very frustrating i would guess it's that not that, it's, I, that I, it's more of just testing boundaries and that's not that that's not what they're going to be like for the rest of their life the only the only trauma you can inflict upon her that's be- my that's my kid the only trauma you'll give her is if you throw cold water in her face. So I would avoid that tactic. I don't know. When they told me that today and that it worked, I was like, hmm. <laughs> does sound like a good alternative. To, <laughs> you know what I mean? To... I mean, cold water. I mean, no. You know what? Actually, I remember what the other person told me. And I think it was a Dominican person for sure. <laughs> they didn't throw. This lady said straight up like a, like a glass of cold water. Uh-huh. Right. The other person told me they took cold water and they and, uh, dipped their hands in it and like sprinkled them it. in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can get one of those uh, squirt bottles. No, that's squirt, what they said. Squirt them in the no, face. No, no, that's exactly what they said. They had a squirt <laughs> bottle and yeah. it wasn't even cold necessarily. They were just squirt them every time they went out. Yeah, you've been fake newsing all day. You just changed your story like four times. No, 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 because I'm trying to remember the second person that told me that, which was the first person. <laughs> the that's, what I'll do. Gonna... that's what I'll do to uh, we got cats and when they're up on areas that i don't want them to be at i'll pull out the squirt bottle and start Attack getting them right. yeah I'm gonna so, have to look and as soon as they see the squirt bottle now they take off they're like oh as soon as i pull it out um here comes this guy on again. some other uh, what happened man no i'm saying like the cats are like here comes this guy again <laughs> <laughs> on, on some other like trying to figure out how to do things and i think i've brought this up before but again i need to find out what the method was for you guys is Brushing teeth. I think Kay said he had no problems. Am I right? Uh, pr- mm, or am I? Did I make that up? I don't know. I have no, we did. No, we did okay. I I think what we were late to the game and actually taking him to the dentist. Like we waited a couple years before we even took him to the right. dentist, which I think is, I guess, wrong. If you want to. Yeah, I'm trying to take my daughter now. Um, but now he's been. Pretty, he's been. Pretty, I think we. We brushed his teeth for him for quite a while. But even that's difficult if they're not cooperating. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he would, like, keep his mouth closed or, you know, 
chomp down on the toothbrush or any of that kind of my, stuff. My daughter does all of that. Okay. Pull away. She's not very cooperative. She lets me. She lets me do it. I think more than she lets my girl do it. I'm a little bit more like you know persuasive. Um, and then she's seen me brush my dog's teeth recently, and I tell her, "Look, you know, just like just like the dog." Yeah. <laughs> and then Man, she's like, "Fuck no." <laughs> How was your? Maybe have was, her brush the dog's teeth, and then she'll enjoy it, and like well, it's a game, and then she'll brush her teeth. The the dogs the dog was hard as well be, with toothbrush, so now the the vet gave me these wipes. Oh, you, oh, okay. And you just wipe the dog's teeth, and that I guess puts fluoride or whatever. They also got one that's like a you put it on your finger, and then you can yeah. It's got like a built-in brush yep. the teeth. Yeah. We have all of those different things. We have the, okay. the joint, the you know, the the electric joint, all that. But Manny, did you have issues with uh brushing teeth, or did you just not deal with that? It wasn't your your wife dealt with that. No, she definitely dealt with it more. But um, our our issues, no, I think the nub really took care of business for us. Like the fact that we were able to do it for her with the nub was really all it took. Uh, now, so my I can tell you from the one that's going to be four. She's she's actually the best toothbrusher in our household outside of the parents. Like to right now, like she gets in there and actually cleans her teeth really well. Um, and we kind of do breath tests every day. Like after everybody wakes up, we're like, all right, let me smell. <clears throat> and she's and so once once she did that once, we celebrated it so hard that now for her it's like, all right, dope. I'm I'm gonna go beat my my siblings now. And then now they play into it and all that. So in my case, like where I'm at now with the kids, that's been really helpful to keep the consistency. But we never really, I can't say we ever had like a a roadblock in getting them to start actually doing it. But your, your daughter's not messing with it at all. Like she's. I mean, she does. She'll, she likes the toothpaste. So she'll like, it's like a lollipop to her at that yeah. point. And so she's just sucking on it and then like. I try to grab it and like brush, and she'll let me do it a little bit, and then she bites down, and where she's had it, she just turns her head. Nah, nah, nah. That's the other thing. She she loves to say no. Like you be like, let's ready to go to sleep. No. Uh, you want to brush your teeth? No. You want to eat? No. <laughs> I don't know why. No is like that's that's the word she knows really well. Because you guys probably laughed because I remember when you had her a couple yeah. maybe last week a couple weeks ago, and you were like, you want to go with mommy. We, we, it's mad cute. It's mad dope. <laughs> and no, and then like you were saying earlier, like she knows what she's doing. Because you yeah. asked her something else that was appealing, and she was like, "Oh yeah, for sure, why not?" <laughs> well, you just got. She knows keep... her name. She learned her name. That's a new thing. Does she say it? <laughs> yeah, she says it. Oh, we dope. ask her what's your name, and she says it. That's you dope. talk to her in Spanish at all? Yeah, we mix it up, and oh, she she understands, you know, a little bit of both. Are yep. you are you finding it? Are you kind of doing 50-50 right now with the languages, or are you? I think so. English? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's exactly fifty-fifty, but but more or less. I find, yeah, I find myself talking to her a good. I think we both, yeah, we both find ourselves talking to her a lot in Spanish and and in, and in English, yeah. So she, right now she thinks it's probably one language, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is probably dope because for her learning, like it, it might even be easier that way. It's supposed to be your. If you learn Spanish first when you're younger, it's easier to at least, you know, uh, retain it and learn it when you're a little older. I think that's how I ended up 
learning Spanish. That's how I learned. Yeah, that's how I, my grandma. She took care of me, and she just only knew Spanish. Yeah, that's that's our constant conflict here. Like my wife and I, we both speak Spanish, and but we find ourselves, I'd say, ninety percent of the time speaking English in our house mm. because our entire world is in English. Uh, you know, you go to the store, you just everything's in English. Our television shows are all in English that we watch. We actually, <laughs> this sucks. We we maybe just started like watching Spanish stuff like on Netflix, and we're enjoying that. But the kids, whenever they'll hear something in Spanish on TV outside of novelas, they they immediately turned off. If it's kids shows in <laughs> Spanish, they're like, right. oh, turn it off. <laughs> and I remember I remember being like that, like traveling to DR, and they'll have like the dubbed version of the Flintstones or whatever. <laughs> And I'd be like, yo, seriously, dog? Like, get this out of here. And so now as, you know, we're parenting these kids, we're like, yo, man. what?" The? And then my mother, I might have said this before, but my mother, when I'm growing up, never spoke English in the house. Now with these kids, yo, she don't stop speaking. I'm like, yo, you had all of this stashed all these years? You could have just brought that out all, you know, all along? Is she practicing her English? Is that what that is? Nah, it's not. She no. just she just knows that it's the fastest way to com- engage them. Got it. So because it's them, that she's you know, she just she naturally wants, flows. She wants that, that likability factor yeah, up high. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, yo, but ma, yo, do what you did for me to for them, and that way you can stop because she's the other one. She's on my back all the time. Like, yo, you gotta speak Spanish. And I'm like, uh huh. And you. <laughs> My other child is here bothering me. So, did you guys did you guys hear this crazy news story about? Uh, well, it involves a cult. It involves missing children. Jesus. Uh, and it involves an Idaho. Well, the mom is from Idaho. Did you hear about this at all? No. No. Okay, I'm I'm gonna break this down break for you down. guys. So the headline reads: Lori Valow's Valow's niece knows where missing kids are is involved in doomsday cult X alleges. So basically from what I gathered, uh, some lady, so Lori, this lady, Lori, she's an Idaho mom. She was arrested last week after months of, uh, I guess she was on the lamb or whatnot, but her two kids a few months ago vanished and her niece apparently knows where the kids are, but isn't saying. And the niece and I guess the mom have ties to, uh, a, a, a doomsday cult. So, and somebody's saying, I guess it might be the, the the father in this. He said that, yes, he knew about that. I guess that might be part of why they're no longer together. But people from that cult, kids and adults alike, have been like dying like flies, is what what they're saying. So, yeah, it's some really weird shit. It's like seven year old, and I think uh, might be even a seventeen year old in the mix here. But it's dead or dead. Well, no, they haven't found them yet. The kids are missing. Mm-hmm. But other, other kids from this cult apparently have been killed, it sounds like. And, uh, yeah, so that's... Are so they dead from, I get, from, like, just lack of attention or lack of... You know how some cults, no. they, they just... The, the kids are... They, they don't get the proper care needed. So it's like, you know, you, you waste away, essentially. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I don't know about those other kids, like what the the issues were, were around how they passed away. But um, 
these two that they're talking about in the article seem to just be missing at this point, and it involves some cult. So the dad's trying to fight a whole bunch of shit, try to obviously find them and try to press this niece to give up the information because she knows where they are. But I, that's that's the kind of shit that I, don't, I don't get. Like, if so, if the niece knows, how how I don't know, can't police or somebody kind of force her to say like, what? Wait, to throw cold no, water at her? No snitching, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this, get this, this right. is some other shit right now. Like, <laughs> but the, yeah, yeah this, shit, this, this, shit. This, this thing popped up right before we we started the show, and I'm like, what? I was like, nah, bro. And I was just listening to some podcast. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it talks about cults and like that's kind of what they explore. Um, and they go in like they're dealing with the psychosis of the the cult leaders and the whole all sorts of shit. It's actually really interesting. But this pops up and I'm like, whoa, this shit is still happening. Like these doomsday cults still exist. Yeah, how is it that? So many people could be into these cults and and believe in all these different weird shit. I just think how many people there are, you know? So for as much wild stuff that you can think about, there's probably hundreds and thousands of people who believe in that shit. It's crazy. Did, did you guys um hear about this story about this father that got arrested? Because he he called the cops and said that his ex-wife um kidnapped his daughter i believe a daughter or son did you guys hear about that story no but he got arrested he's the one who got arrested he got arrested for falsely reporting it oh because apparently what had happened was him and his ex-wife were on bad terms but they were on bad terms but they were you know the the mom could still see the kid or whatever what i mean whatever they still were dealing with each other like the parents with the kid and supposedly the mom with her boyfriend at the time went and picked up the kid without him being home and his mom was home like the grandmother and they took the kid and supposedly in whatever state this is i think it might have been florida i'm not sure the parents are you know the the biological parents it's not considered kidnapping hmm. um and so he kind of knew that, or he knew that that, he, that that it wasn't wrong. I don't know. Whatever it is, he called in and said he, that they kidnapped a kid and, and falsely reported it. And, and then the, he got arrested. That's what you get for being a hater. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know the circumstances, but. I mean, the way you just des- described it, that just sounds kind of whack. That's tough, man. Like. Being like broken up with, with the you know the two parents being broken up and then like having and then not getting along and what's scary. What's even scarier is there's a lot of that happening and the kids. I mean, I guess they don't have any other choice but to kind of get used to it. But it's like extreme type shit. Like, you, I don't know. Maybe back in our day, it was pretty clean cut. I think for the most part, it was like one of the parents keeps custody. The, the other one would come around every so often, and that's kind of how it went. It was now, either you had one parent or you had two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, right, right. It was. Pretty, it was. Right, I right. mean, for the most part, that was kind of yeah, how you what yeah. you saw. But now you see, and I've seen this too many times, unfortunately, where you've got both parents fighting for well, they get granted custody, and then the way the judge splits it, it's kind of like, like down the middle. 
So the kid basically has to move from place to place midweek yeah. and, and keep doing that. And even sometimes go to different schools, depending on who has, like, it's really kind of crazy. And I just, I don't understand how, how you, an adult can make it, like a judge yeah. can make a decision for a child knowing that that's going to create, it's got to create some kind of turmoil in that child. Yeah, my son's got a friend and their parents are divorced, but they they live fairly close by each other. But his friend spends, you know, a couple of days with the mom and a couple of days with the dad, has a room in each at each place. And that's just kind of the normal flow for for the kid is, you know, got two houses. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, just I don't know. The jury's still out on how that affects kids, probably. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, God forbid, if I ever had to deal with some shit like that, right? And I had to, to you know, judge had to decide. I would, I would push for whoever gets custody to just get custody, and then we'll work out visitation and all that other stuff, so that the kid doesn't have to change up their life too much, uh, right? Because I feel like having to move so often, man, bro, like that's got to be tough. Yeah. And then also, like, if the parents are not even in the same city or state, then that's a whole nother. That's a whole different dynamic, yeah. So, so let me ask you this: If do you think, God forbid, you know, anybody here had a situation and they had to split up, do you do you think you'd take the approach where you would want dual custody and have that back and forth, or would you think for the betterment of the child? Just stay in one household, and I'll just come and visit you. Mm. That's a that's, that's a tough, tough one, right? Yeah, it is tough because as a parent, you want to be have as much time with your kid as you can, but then right, you also have to think about stability. What's best for the stability. Yeah. I would the way I would do it. I would I would probably forego custody so that my kids a could all be together and b. I feel like, you know, the maternal bond, especially in the developmental years, is probably stronger in my experience. So I would I would push for that, but then I would push also for uh, I would move. Yeah, that's because you splash in water, ain't kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I make them throw the toys away. <laughs> um and cancel vacations on them. Yeah. Uh no, and then I would find a place really close by where I can see them hopefully daily. Um right. and, and then try to have some consistency in some light, you know, uh, for them to see two parents every so often. Um, but I, yeah, that shit, I could, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be with the whole shuffling back and forth midweek and that kind of thing. I, I just feel terrible about that. What about when Garcia? He, that, got, that's who's coming to mind when I'm thinking about all this. And I know he talked about it a bit, but I don't know if we ever asked him, like, if he had, if he noticed any kind of effect on I mean, his daughter's kind of personality because of all this. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that he'd even want to go there. Answer yeah. that, you know, like because you wouldn't want to feel that 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 situation did, you know, might have done some damage, and you kind of would feel guilty about it. She seems, you know, from from what I can tell, she seems perfectly fine. But a lot of these things don't come out till later in life, you know, in adulthood. Um, so yeah, it's 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 hard to say. But, uh, yeah, hopefully none of us ever have to go through that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cause, and, and you know what sucks, too, man? Is when, and this happened kind of a little bit in G's situation, too. But 
it really sucks as the parents as you know they kind of act immature and they use the kids against each other um and that's what really sucks and and it's just like as much as everybody's like oh, i would never do that it seems like more often than not people do that yeah it's and, it's unfortunate but yeah people become really selfish when shit like that yeah. happens and feel spited and then they just use everything they have in order to try to get back because even if let's just say one parent feels like they were wronged in a relationship at the end of the day that has nothing to do with the child yeah yeah and so they'll be bitter about it and they'll kind of like tell the child probably like fuck that other person you know not in those words but you know they'll they'll kind of like throw shade as some of them would <laughs> no no yeah some might use that language <laughs> yeah. but i'm saying they'll throw shade and they'll make it seem like that person is the one that walked away when they might have been walking away from a bad relationship with that one adult but not from their child you know and yeah. but they'll make the child grow up to think like oh yeah fuck that person and then it's not till they're the child's an adult that they can kind of see everything as an adult and be like oh shit that's not necessarily the situation i mean you know, did they, you, can, they can see both sides of the coin did your so i mean for the most part we were all raised by our moms right right yeah. so do you guys remember your mom throwing any kind of shade towards your dad's at all or Oof. kind of planting planting seeds at all dude i threw shade at my dad Oof. and my mom didn't want to bro like oh really i was telling my mom this dude is yeah i remember yo mom and i i brought this up a lot to my mom and then you know she brought it up later in life when we were in la because we moved back and forth from miami to la because my dad was here and they were trying to work shit out and we would leave in the middle of the night go back to la and I remember one of the times that he somehow convinced her to move back. And I told her, I was like, nah, man, it's, fuck that. Don't, like, I begged her. Like, Listen, nah, nah, she's not, he's crazy. Like, fuck this shit. Mm. But with that being said, and, and, and going to what you're saying, my mom tried her best not to throw shade on him. Mm. Um, but it was just very obvious that shit wasn't right, you know? And it wasn't a, it wasn't a, what's the word I want to use? Just for lack of better words, it wasn't a safe environment. Yeah, to, for both of, for all of us to be together. But me as an adult now, in a different type of perspective, looking at things as a whole and just just kind of knowing everybody's story, I understand things a little bit better. And it isn't how it seemed to me as a child. So that's that's the part that I'm trying to say. Like even as crazy as it was, and it was crazy, I kind of have more of an understanding and and perspective and kind of like. Uh, I don't want to say I give like an excuse for my pops or or, but I I kind of even sh give some blame to some things to even my mom's a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, you know, when you're a kid, if when you're in that situation, it's tough to to be, um, unbiased to the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's almost impossible. That's really yeah. difficult. And if you have a parent that's kind of you know petty about it and and vengeful then yeah it's all fucked up it's, it's interesting because in my situation my mother never spoke badly of my father as it related to him being a dad she, right she always bigged him up as a father she was like he's a great father and a great friend but a horrible husband it's, and that's fair that's yeah fair yeah which is yeah which is fair but but you gotta also understand it's a it's a latin woman right scorned right, right. raising two kids and any mention of this man would set her off to this day. Like, I can't have my mother and my father in the same room. 
forget that. The same zip code. They can't be in the same zip code because shit will go crazy. So, I, you know, unfortunately, I got to choose a side when it comes to that. And I tell my father all the time, I was like, yo, you're welcome to come to my house whenever you want. But understand, if my mother's here, you can't be here. And he's like, nah, that's cool. I, I understand. Because, yo, it makes her, it takes her back, you know, 25, 30 years or what have you. And she's like a ball of fire. And, you know, you hate to see your mother go through some shit like that, especially when she's feeling so much pain. Right. So it's like, you know, it's that kind of controversy all the time. So it was always like a conflict. Like, yeah, you're talking like he's a great dad and whatnot, but then I see how you hurt. So, of course, that makes me feel more like I'm on team mom and, you know, kind of fuck team dad, you know, for a long yeah. period of time. But then as I grew, I was like, all right, let me give this man a fair shot with me. Like, let let him try to be a dad to me and let's see how that goes. And, it's, you know, it's been all right. <laughs> but I can't have them nowhere near each other. And it sucks right. for the grandkids because I, yeah. I can't, I can't, yo, it's funny. I can't even say, I can't even have my kids reference their grandfather around my mother because right away wow. she flips. Yeah, so I, I got to be very, like, church and state about it. What's crazy is how do these – it's like to think that these parents of that we're all talking about, that that is crazy relationship. They actually had relationships. They had children. They, you know, oftentimes were married for several years. And then it's – that's the part that scares me about shit. Like, I'm like, damn. Like, like it was obviously all right for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's crazy. Mm. Uh and Guys, you, hold on, uh, wait, Kay, Kay. I want to hear from you. Like, was your mom bashing your pops? No, I mean, their scenario is way complicated, a lot stranger than I guess the normal. Because they, they met. They didn't. They were strangers, so they That's some they, hippie stuff, right? Yeah, they were on a commune in the seventies out in the desert, like doing transcendental meditation, and so they were in a cult. Kind of. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then so the guru who was heading <laughs> Yo, the this, whole thing. This was a cult, oh, yeah. bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, in order for everyone to stay on the commune, he had he married everyone. He so he he selected who was going to marry who. Oh, okay. Holy okay, shit, okay. Not, not he. Yeah. Not he personally had. Well, maybe he no, didn't no. have many wives, no, but he, but he chose well, Yeah, I don't know exactly. Well, but basically, he picked out, he said... Arranged you know, marriages. Yeah, he arranged marriages for everyone on the commune in order to stay. Like, you had to be married. Hold on, so, I'm so glad I asked this question because <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Go ahead. So, after, I guess after a while of being there, they finally kind of realized, like, eh, this is getting a little weird. We better get out of here. And so, they left. By that time... My mom was pregnant, and they went to stay at my dad's parents' place in Florida. Once they got there, then they started realizing, well, shit, I don't even, you know, they're strangers, right? They don't even know each other. They didn't maybe necessarily like each other that much at that point. They had me, and then things got, you know, even more kind of weird just because of Maybe they just yeah, again they didn't know each other. Um, I don't think my mom got along with his family. There was just a lot of tension, and then so she bounced with me. And then I think 
there was a period of time where because there's two different stories, right? There's my mom's story and then there's my dad's story. And, you know, I think for my mom, it was always more on the fearful side of things because there was a time period where she was just bouncing around everywhere with me. And and then she got sick and then I got put into foster care for a while and then she was able to get me back. And I think that really triggered like a fearfulness in her of like of just not wanting to have my dad too close, because I think also like from the grandparent standpoint from his parents, like they were trying to get custody of me like they were being i think they were being uh, more instrumental and being a pain in the ass than than it was coming from my dad because they're just young they're young they don't really know what's going on then from my dad's perspective you know he was telling me that he was trying to kind of keep track of where she was to you know to try to have some to try to be a part and you know keep in communication and kind of following her around um, but then after a certain point of feeling like, damn, she's not going to, you know, let me be a part here that he just kind of gave up for after a while. Um, so it's two totally different kind of sides to the story. Crazy. Um, I, I don't really know how it all kind of they started talking again. But but a lot of earlier on, I just remember my mom being a little bit more not throwing shade, but being more fearful of letting me have contact because I guess she was just still having that trauma from uh, me getting taken away previously and that kind of stuff. So, uh, and then also just nervous of, um, you know, what his parents might do because she didn't have any money. They had some money, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, And then, I mean, little by little, I mean, he started paying child support and they got all that kind of stuff together. But, you know, I think she would throw a little financial shade here and there, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, enough to let me know, like, okay, I know she's feeling some kind of way where, you know, because we definitely had some struggles coming up and, um, that might've not necessarily had needed to have been the case, but whatever, you know, it's again, it's hard to decipher like whose story or where, you know, where it all meets. Did did they wow. ever express to you that they regretted being a part of that community? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think my well, I don't know if my mom. I think my and mom. That's strange for you because without the commune, you're not here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Guru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I think my I think my dad is pretty embarrassed by it. Actually, I mean, he's he's. Uh said to me he's like huh and, and if there's ever been pictures because i found some got some pictures that surfaced from like their wedding and you know and turbans and all kinds of stuff wow. <laughs> and and you know they had different names and all kinds of, you know, so he's pretty embarrassed about that whole thing about that whole time period in his life wow. of like just feeling stupid <clears throat> i think my mom is embarrassed too just uh, not necessarily the meditation part but just the whole the rest commune of and uh, you know uh, basically allowing yourself to get have an arranged marriage and just yeah. get into that kind of situation um so yeah i, I mean wow. definitely had some uh, i'd say her planting of seeds or any kind of shade was more passive aggressive probably on the just more so on the finances on, on financial stuff mm-hmm. but you know. but, but I mean, it was legit. I would assume, or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, 
definitely it was definitely legit i mean i will say later from again i can't i was never privy to all the information i know later on in life um he was definitely paying child support and and um you know we were using that stuff for school and um and he would kick in and um so to me it's like all right well i mean again it, it, it's like it, it almost becomes it's almost because there's the tension between the parents, the two parties. Um, it's less about the kid. And in my case, I felt like it was maybe less about me and more so about like, uh, you know, I shouldn't have to pay X, Y, and Z. I can, I, I should only pay this, you know, it becomes more about the payment as opposed to the kid. Right. So it gets a little like a business arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, how, how negotiating the business arrangement as opposed to what's, what's more beneficial and you know, you're, you know, you, you don't want to get taken advantage of by this other person that you maybe don't like so much anymore. And right. you know, that, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. When you, and you and, think, you know, a person. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why, that's why Kay's like a guru. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mr. Zen. That's why. That's why no he didn't have needed. Or, right. or, or fucking terrible twos. There was no such thing. There you go. <laughs> He's floating right now. He's not in, on a chair. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Great times. Uh, before we get out of here, though, one thing that I, I think we need to start kind of adding to to the pod is, uh, what are we listening to? Hmm. So good, good, good so, idea. You can. Start. So what do you, you know? What are you guys listening to this week? Any any tracks? Any any albums? Any artists that stand out that you've been paying? You know, you've been listening to. Um, yeah. Well, totally, totally not hip hop. Okay. But it it makes me think of um it makes me think of the most deaf song rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Remember that song? Yeah, yeah. Where he breaks down the history of rock and roll. Yeah. So we were in the car the other day driving home one night and my son, you know, he wanted to hear, he just said, uh, I want to hear something rock and roll. And so then I started, you know, my wife asked me, well, what, what should we put on? And I just started thinking and I'm like, and then all of a sudden I remembered the most deaf song. And I said, Chuck Berry. Oh, dope. Right. Who's considered the, the originator of yeah. rock and roll. And, um, you know, most people would say, uh, you know, uh, the the uninformed would say, uh, you know, Elvis is the Elvis. king of rock or right. or, you know, rock came from white folks. But really, it's an extension, uh, you know, an evolution of blues. And so yeah. a lot of people put Chuck Berry as the the, the kind of forefather as well. Yep. As, as the originators of what became popular rock and roll. So we put some of that on just kind of randomly. And um, I don't think I ever really paid much attention to to Chuck Berry's music, but it's pretty dope. And he had a he had um, definitely easy to listen to, and but he had some uh, one song that my son really liked, which was uh, "My Dingaling." And you can, <laughs> oh, <laughs> perfect! And you can imagine what that. At first, I'm like, nah, because that really is that really uh, what yeah. I think it is. Yeah, it is. And yeah, it is. And so the yeah, whole yeah, thing, yeah, <laughs> you know, he's 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 basically doing the their rhymes, right? If you if you yeah. go and listen to it, because it's, it's basically just him rhyming. 
And the funny thing is what made me, th- and then I was, then it just like got me to thinking, I was like, damn, think about like, um, even though it sounded super tame, but you're still, you know, he's still talking about his dick. Um, think back in those days with the uproar of oh, people yeah. like being scared of here's Chuck Berry, you know, and he's talking all kinds of vulgar stuff and it's going to, you know, harm our kids. And, you know, that, yeah. that same kind of uproar where that, that a lot of people think and thought about hip hop, that was a lot of what was happening uh, in early rock and roll, especially from, from the black side, from, right. from, you know, white people being scared of, of black music, you know, hurting their young white children. So Chuck Berry. So Chuck Berry. Yeah, that's what. I, that's what. That's the latest that I was I, listening to. Man, you better not be googling, bro. I see you googling <laughs> over there. You can't Google what you listen to. I am. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Uh, I. No, 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 I'm not googling what I'm listening to. I'm. I'm looking through my. Uh, my what I've been listening to in my okay. title subscription thing. Um, because I, I, I eat. I eat. <laughs> I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like that's literally a lot of what I do. When I have downtime, or I'm watching like documentaries or whatever, but um, but some of the some so playlists have been like a big thing for me just because it's a one hitter, kind of gives me a, a fresh it's perspective easy, on things. Easy not to have to think about it too hard, right? Yeah. Um, but so like recently, I've just been like listening to like tropical music, tro- you know, Latin, tropical Latin. Oh, and, Osuna. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'd be in there. He'd be in the in the playlist, but uh. Audio Mac actually has a really good one. Um, it's called Verified Tropical. So I've been listening to that. And there's one song in particular that's really dope that I kind of find myself rewinding a bunch. It's from a dude named Alahasa. You ever heard of that? Nope. Nah. Uh, no. Nope. Well, it's called nope. it's called Te Soñé. Te Soñé. Okay. And it's uh, like a, you know, kind of a mambo. Which merengue. means I dream. Yeah. Or I'm dreaming of you or Dr- something. So when you, so, so you. when you say tropical, are you... Are you referring to the actual? Are you referring to uh, like older Overall style Caribbean? tropical music, or are you referring to like mainstream Latin trap, Latin reggaeton stuff? Actually, great, super fucking great question. So it, it's kind of a mix, but really, it's more like on the mambo merengue, more like okay. the typical kind of stuff. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that song is dope. Um, I would play it, but I don't know what the fuck that that really means for us. Uh, but it's a dope joint. So I, I, I haven't listened to Latin music consistently in a long time. So I kind of been doing a little bit more of that these days. How about okay. you, E? Nice. So for reasons of work, as well as I would check it out anyways, The Allegory by Royce mm. is actually phenomenal. Um, That's right. I haven't listened to it yet. I heard it. Yo, I heard it's, it, it's, it's really dope. The the song that sticks out if I'm going to one song right now is is Dope Man, yeah, which is, this, is track two, super dope, and he produced the whole album, and it's got dope skits and it's got skits that speak to parenting, mm. um, and it's just a real I don't like saying, and it's been thrown around a lot for this album. It's a very like mature album, right? Conceptual, yeah. And I just don't like saying that because it makes people feel like, oh, you know, it's old. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. an old, you're old. Yeah. But nah, it's just it's super dope. He's got the whole Griselda crew on there. They got Cro- Crooked Eye on there. Um, 
it's just a it's just a really dope album and and the and the beats are phenomenal like the production style is so fucking his, dope. his production style is dope yeah. yeah man i was really really impressed it, it wasn't it's not like on some regular you know 16 8 you know it's just yeah it's it's really creative and and the sampling is dope and and yeah just check it out right from the onset it's it's definitely fatherhood's material but it's just a dope hip-hop album like real dope that's good. That yeah, just, Royce, that just, Royce is dope, man. That just yeah. dropped not that long ago, too, right? Like last Friday. week. Last week, yeah. Yeah, okay, perfect. Dope. Yeah. yeah, check that out. <clears throat> I was listening. He, huh? No, not, now that we're on the Detroit tip, I was listening before this this playlist I was talking about. I was listening to M's recent album. That he That's where he got his, his first production credits, official credits, Royce. On this recent yeah, Eminem got, album? He's got yeah. two. Yeah, he's got, got two, two tracks on there. Oh, yep. shit, I didn't know that. Yep. By the way, I, I enjoyed that album, too. Yeah, the new Eminem joint. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Royce's uh, Drink Champs and Fatherhood's alumni. Oh, that's right. Yep. <sighs> Gotta show love to our fam. That's right. So, yeah, that was a good way to end it. Yes, sir. Let's get back on the music tip, guys. Every All week. Right. I bet. Cool. Pizza. Later. Later. <laughs>